the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And welcome to Monday as a December uh, has started with a bang, and as we do on most Mondays, uh, we have my son Joey with us from, from Northwestern Mutual, making sure uh, your other assets are always protected. And, and Joey, welcome. Uh, happy Monday. Happy Monday. It's good to be on the show. Uh, the weekend went by too quick, as it always does, but it's good to be back in the office. Yeah, it, it really it was a, a, a quick week, and of course the holidays now, I think every weekend between now and New Year's uh, is going to be one of those things where, hey, I, I, I've got 10 million things to do and, and not enough time to do them, uh, but, but one of the things you've been warning about is people just not spending the, those precious, you know, I'll say few minutes, but, uh, it, it, you know, 30 minutes to an hour that's needed uh, to make sure that uh, you're doing the right things financially. Yeah, and, and it's very true, and it's the last thing that you know any of us want to sit down and do, which is look at our finances and see where we're at and how we're tracking. Uh, I know for most people, it's just kind of a headache and just terrified of looking at their 401k accounts right now being down 25%. Um, and it's, it's a scary time. It's scary to look at, but it's very important that we take the time to, to really think about things and just have a conversation around it, uh, especially before 2023 comes. Uh, with all my clients right now, we're just getting a game plan started up for, hey, how do we set ourselves up the most tax-efficiently way possible when we come into the new year? Then also, let's just know where we're at. Let's have some, some clearance and some guidance on some things and figure out, okay, this is where I'm at, this is where I want to be, and then we'll help you get there. You know, we're not miracle workers, right? This isn't going to happen overnight. It's more of a continued conversation every year, chatting at least three to four times, um, and just making sure that we're that person that you can have that conversation with, with someone, and we really get our clients to really think about things. You know, there's a lot of things that we kind of bypass or, or don't think about when it comes to looking at our budget, what we've got going on, and what assets we have working for us. You know, most people are like, oh, I have Social Security coming in. Well, that's a question mark for the future. You know, the way we're printing money and things like that and just giving it away, you know, that's not really going to be as nice of a luxury for us as the cost of living increases, inflation continues to rise, and things like that. So how do we just help all of our clients and our prospective clients think about things and at least start that conversation with their significant other or get things moving in their head to, to really put us in the right direction. Yeah, and, and the thing really is, is uh, it can be a little intimidating 
Uh, but really, once you get down into it, uh, it, it really is, I think a lot of people are surprised at, at how much you can actually do for them. Because I know there's a lot of people out there that kind of think, man, I just, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to make it to retirement. Yeah, and a lot of conversations I have with people, they think exactly what you're saying. And then we run an analysis on them, like, hey, you're actually in good shape. There's just a couple things that we should start doing um, in order to get us there. And, and really most people come in a little scared or intimidated. But at the end of the conversation, usually leave pretty happy and confident knowing that they got someone in their corner that's going to do right by them and help them out. You know, I'm a fiduciary. Everything I do is going to be in your best interest. And then on the second hand of things, everything we chat about is confidential. You know, I'm not going to go talk to anyone else about your certain case. You're more than welcome to chat with others and let them know about your experience. Uh, but we really make sure that we hold our clients' hands and things like this and really give them that guidance and also be an educational tool for people. You know, there are so many little caveats of things that most people don't know about and actually don't have the time to learn about. So that's where we step in, give you an overall education on everything, and it usually makes sense 90% of the time we move forward and we continue that relationship, um, knowing that we're going to continue to reconnect and build up that trust. Um, you know, about us, we're averaging 27 and a half year relationships with our clients. And reason being is we're not your typical advisor or wealth management advisor where we take your money and then send you a statement every year. It's more of, hey, what's your goals? What's your time horizon? And then we take all that into account. We decide, okay, what is the best vehicle fit for you tax-efficient-wise and that will get you to where you want to be? And then the other side of things for older people, how are you spending that money down in retirement? Wealth management advisors are not showing you how to do that in the most tax-efficient manner. They're more concerned with, let's put all your money in the market, and let's hope the market goes up and we get you those gains, and then they increase their assets under management, which is not how we roll. Um, we're specifically doing things that matter for you, and the story I like to tell, I've told it before, is like climbing Mount Everest. You know, most people make it to the top of Mount Everest, but 70% of people that die – they die on their way down, and your way down is retirement. And the way you die is health insurance costs, tax costs. And we're just making sure we're setting ourselves up with good buckets of money that we can take from tax-free, knowing that Uncle Sam isn't going to continue to take bigger slices of the pie. You know, you mentioned, uh, and I know we're coming up on the break here, but when, when you get back, let, let's talk a little bit about uh, a fiduciary and, and why that is important uh, and why that is different uh, from, you know, just having, let's just say, like a, a regular financial planner. We'll talk about that when we return. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, Jason is off today. I've got uh, Joey with us from a Northwestern Mutual and, you know, we talked a lot about how these guys are the best of the best. Uh, that's why my son's there. They're, he's there uh, for, for a reason. And uh, one of the big differences is that, that you guys are fiduciaries. Tell us what that means and, and why that's so important. Yeah, so what that means is that I'm legally obligated to tell people what is in their best interest that they should be doing. Um, and we have compliance reviews all the time 
where people are constantly checking our cases, making sure that we are doing what is in the best interest of people we're talking to. And I take it very seriously, and I know our company takes it very seriously. There's a reason why we've been around for 170 years. We do things the right way, and we do right by people, and that's the reason why you see that we average the highest client retention and the longest client relationships is because we're doing what is right for people rather than what gives us paid. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've sat down and spent, you know, 20 plus, 10 plus hours with certain people and, and really didn't recommend anything that I would get paid for because it wasn't in their best interest. Uh, we really take into account, we know that if we can provide value and do right to buy people, they're one, going to refer us to other great people to chat with. And two, they're going to keep coming back for more advice and eventually as we grow, and assets increase, and we do a good job of helping you preserve and, and, and grow your wealth, you'll continue to work with us. You know, we are highly regulated as an insurance company. That's how we started out. Now we do everything in full financial planning, but we're not we're not aggressive. We are not aggressive in the market. We're actually very conservative, um, and we just make sure that as fiduciaries, we need to do what's in the best interest for people. I know there's a lot of bad apples out there, and I've heard quite a few horror stories chatting with some people. And it's just making sure that we're changing the subject, we're flipping the script, and we're making sure that everyone we chat with is better off after they speak with us. You know, um, and as being a fiduciary, I'll never, ever obligate you to do anything that's not in your best interest. And also, we have complete transparency in terms of how we get paid or compensated for certain things. And I will tell you straight up, this is the X amount of money I will make if we proceed doing X, Y, and Z. And most people come to realize that whether you do work with us or with someone else, we're not more expensive, right? And you're actually going to get a higher quality of service knowing that, hey, I have a call list and I'm going to make sure that I reach out to you scheduling quarterly or semi-yearly meetings. Um, just because I know life is crazy, our firm knows life is crazy, things are going to change Goals are going to change. What we want to do in life is going to change. We're big believers in developing a plan that continues to change and evolve as you as a person and in your family grows and evolves. Um, so really, you know, we're just looking out for people and making sure we're doing right by them and solving for the biggest problem that we're seeing, which is you know, most people aren't able to retire the way they envisioned that they wanted to. So how do we step in and put things in place at an earlier stage in life to make sure that that's not the case for us? How do people know? I bet a lot of people out there are thinking, well, it, aren't all financial uh, advisors and, and people that are talking to me about my investments, aren't they all fiduciaries? Most of them are. Most of them are fiduciaries. But if they don't tell you straight up that they are, that they are a fiduciary, odds are they might not be. And I know certain positions as representatives are not technically called fiduciaries, but they do say that they try to operate in people's best interests. But I think the biggest problem there is they might be pushing their own products or their own funds um, that get them paid. I know with Northwestern Mutual, you know, we don't own any of our investment funds, right? The only reason why we don't show our own insurance is because we have exclusive access to it and year over year. We get rated the best insurance company, most dependable. Um, but the nice thing investment-wise, 
we don't push any of our own funds because we don't own any. So we're actually taking a look at everything in the marketplace and showing you what's best. You know, other firms, when they own their own funds, they're obligated to sell those to you. Whereas we don't have any obligation for that. We're just simply looking out for what's in your best interest. And I'm not going to sit here and badmouth any company because I think every company is they're great. There's a reason why they're still around. I just think we take more careful consideration into what's best for our clients than most do. And and really the biggest thing is is a lot of people out there have have uh, people believing you've got to be really risky and really aggressive. Uh, for you to really have any chance of making it, and and uh, and and obviously Joey, I'm I'm one of Joey's clients. Full disclosure, and and I'll tell you right now because I I thought the same thing, and and what I'm finding out is the exact opposite. You really don't need to be nearly as aggressive as you think you do. Yeah, that's exactly correct. It, it all comes down from an analysis and. Showing how we're tracking for that and the terms, you know, risky, aggressive, conservative in the market, you know, one, it depends on what, what are you trying to do? What are you comfortable with? And two, it's the time horizon of things. You know, for me, I'm a really young guy. I'm allowed to be as aggressive as I want. But also at the same time, I know I have money, buckets of money set up that are not tied to the market that serve as a hedge to everything I'm doing. It takes over my safe part of my portfolio and it allows me to go full-on aggressive. Now, the older I get, I get to tune that down. But since I've started at such a young age, I'm going to have different buckets of money be completely diversified and recession-proof when I do retire. So for me, it's hey, how do I reach out to people and talk to them at an earlier stage in life so I can set them up to where, hey, if the market is down 25% when I retire, I really do not care, knowing that I'm not going to sell at a loss I have other money working for me and tax efficiently, I might add. Um, it really comes down to, you know, what's going on in the current situation. But by no means are we an aggressive company. And most people find out when they're older, they don't need to be as aggressive as you would be tend to think. You know, most advisors are telling you it's a fire sale right now, which it is. But if you're in your 60s, late 50s, and you don't like risk at all, you shouldn't be super risky. It all depends on what you're really comfortable with, and that's where we come in and, and get a, really get a feel for for how people feel and what their comfortability level is. Yeah, there's ways to make money without the risk, and that's kind of what you guys specialize in. Uh, Joey, I know you got to go. I know you got some meetings to get to. Give out all of your contact information. Yeah, you can reach me at my personal cell at six zero two nine zero nine. Nine zero four eight. Again, that's six zero two nine zero nine nine zero four eight. Yeah, reach me, shoot me a call or a text. Uh, if I don't answer, leave a voicemail. You know, rule of thumb of mine is I have to get back to you in twenty four hours, and I'll make sure to contact you, uh, introduce myself a little bit, and then we'll set up a time to chat. Um, and, and I'm open to chat with anyone and everyone in terms of just having a discussion. And hopefully we can help you out and be a resource for you in the future. Absolutely. And again, we got 2023 coming in. Uh, get it started on the right foot. Reach out to Joey, uh, and he can make sure that you're properly positioned, uh, for what's heading up there. Joey, we'll talk to you again next week. Have a great rest of your day out there. 
uh, and as we're focusing in on on the markets, uh, we do have a down market uh, right now uh, after last week's kind of craziness in the market, a little profit-taking in, in gold and silver. Uh, the Dow, uh, which kind of had that, that little relief rally about uh, maybe they're, they're, they're being dovish, they're going to slow the pace, uh, has really been struggling since then, down about 300 points today. There wasn't a ton of economic data out. We had some some ISM factory data out, and, and it was kind of mixed. Uh, the The number was still an expansion. Matter of fact, of, of the of the ones that they tracked, this is the only one still in positive territory. Uh, the problem was the new orders. Uh, fell deeper into the negative. So kind of like, you know what, okay, that's kind of been the pattern. We're kind of watching this this stair-stepping down, not only of rates, but the stair-stepping down of, of the economy as well. Uh, and then kind of our first look uh, from some people talking about the fourth quarter data. We'll see it's still early, uh, but most people now expecting a 1% contraction in fourth quarter GDP. Again, we had a the only positive quarter so far this year was the third quarter, and most of that, really all of that, was all this inventory that, that businesses had, had ordered and been waiting and waiting and waiting. It all kind of showed up, uh, but then the customers didn't show up, and that's kind of uh, what they're relaying here. But we, we will continue... Uh, to watch and see what the clues may be. Uh, we've got uh, rate hikes next week. Uh, everybody, and I'm still expecting uh, to there only to be uh, a 50 point rate hike coming next week. Uh, last week, uh, we talked about Credit Suisse. Uh, we started educating you once again about these derivatives that are out on people's banking, uh, on, on the bank's balance sheets, and really not even on their balance sheets. Uh, the Federal Reserve and all these central banks, you know, they go through this exercise of stress tests and all this. Sounds really wonderful, uh, but but the realities are uh, they're, they're not very Accurate, uh, Greg Ritchie now. So we're getting follow-up. Last week we had uh, some research come out saying, hey, the, the capital that these banks have aren't nearly as good as the central banks are saying that they are. Uh, Bloomberg now saying there's a hidden risk to the global financial system Embedded, now listen to this, now this is a new one. The $65 trillion debt being held by non-U.S. institutions in what they're calling currency derivatives. So you think about like J.P. Morgan, you know, they've got $60 trillion of derivatives on their bank balance sheet. What we're learning today, Greg Ritchie is telling us, these foreign banks have $65 trillion in 
currency derivatives, and that is uh, being made available from the Bank of International Settlements. So this isn't even uh, a question. Hey, how much do they have? Well, the Bank of International uh, Settlements is letting us know. Huge, missing, and growing. That was what the Bank of International Settlements said as a lack of information coming from these banks and making it harder for policymakers to anticipate the next financial crisis. Now, of course, they always tell us that, that they're out there watching for these things and we can prevent these things. And, and look, we, we've added all these new rules to quote-unquote protect you. Of course, the realities are they've made it more dangerous. But now, even the Bank of International Settlements has to admit, you know what? Yeah, this is this number keeps getting bigger. Uh, the banks were really not getting enough information to really understand. Uh, they say that their concern is the fact uh, the fact that the debt is going unrecorded. And again, this is the problem with these derivatives. It goes unrecorded on the balance sheet of banks because of accounting rules. And, of course, the, the answer is really simple. Change the rule. Make them all account for it. But, again, they don't want that to be because then you would realize how overexposed our financial institutions really are. Yeah, don't worry. It'll be fine. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. We're back here, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Monday, and and I've been seeing the signs and seeing the signs and seeing the signs. Uh, you know, going all the way back to the last financial crisis because they never did fix it, and I, and I've been saying that. All the way back from 08, when, when Dodd-Frank, and really go back to, to, to 2011 when they, uh, you know, fin- stopped with the quantitative easing the first time and they had the Dodd-Frank stuff and all this other nonsense, uh, they, they never fixed the issue. Having money not in the system, not tied to Wall Street is going to be important. You know, we got Joey here. Right? Joey's going to help you, hey, with those 401Ks, those IRAs, uh, making sure you're doing the right thing in retirement. He's got the insurance side of it, uh, the the planning side, you know, the inheritance side, the tax side. We've got the gold and silver side. Uh, but but I, I met, and you're going to hear a lot more about why ReFi. Uh, they become a major sponsor, not only of the Patriot Trading Group and the Patriot Radio News Hour, uh, but also of 1360 KHNC. And it's a great example of a company uh, where uh, it just highlights we don't need big government to do these things and, and allowing uh, for people to invest without having to worry about uh, did the banks do the right thing, the central banks, the debts, all of these other things, and solving a major problem in the world today, and that's student loan debt. This company is absolutely 
amazing. And I know everybody listening to this show, we're all concerned about the stock market. I mean, heck, we're all concerned about the guy that, that's running uh, this country and finding ways uh, to invest your hard-earned money and earn that, that, that rate of return that we're going to need, but not having to take all of this risk. And that's where Y-Refi comes in, a portfolio where you uh, get monthly statements. Uh, there's no surprises. Uh, you can have monthly income. You can turn it on. You can turn it off. You can do so much of these things. Uh, but you're also uh, really helping uh, out your fellow man out there in, in student loan. And we'll get into Y-Refi uh, down the road here as we talk about them uh, day after day and week after week. But this is something where you get high rates of return, guaranteed money, and it is all safe. It is all out there for the open. There's no none of these rules where if you take it out, you got to pay penalties. Do all this. Listen, they don't do it that way. Make sure you look these guys up. Invest Y Refi. So the letter Y invest the letter Y Refi R E F Y dot com, or call them eight eight eight. Y Refi twenty four eight 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 nine seven three three nine two four. We we've had some them on the half empty cup. I'm sure we'll do it again in the future. But this is another great way uh, for you to uh, invest and not be subject to all the pain that's coming on Wall Street. And think about what we're talking about here. The Bank of International Settlements is saying, hey, uh, by the way. There's this huge growth of these derivatives. We actually don't know enough information about them. They're not on the balance sheet. Of course, the answer is pretty simple. Change the rule. Well, why don't they change the rule? Haven't you figured it out yet? Because they don't, they change the rule and you see the size of these. It's so funny. People actually think I'm kidding when I talk about these derivatives. This is, this is a real thing here, and they want to hide it from everybody. Uh, the findings based on data of the global currency markets earlier this year, offering a what they're calling a rare insight. I don't know why it would be rare. Why would it be rare? I mean, shouldn't they be doing this constantly, daily, weekly, monthly? Into the scale of hidden leverage. See, this is always the problem. These banks can't be trusted. We've got the wolf guarding the hen house. And and this is something where, again, every once in a while, somebody actually goes in and does some homework, and we realize, hey, all as they do is find other ways to hide how exposed they really are to things. You know, and I, I look at it with the uh, that crypto bankruptcy. Now, granted, that guy was, was he's no good. And how he isn't in jail already, that tells you all you need to know about the, the sliminess of that deal. And they talk about, oh, we didn't regulate it enough, and we, 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 we got to put more rules in place, we got to do this and that. And the they don't even regulate the, the, their own banks. They say they do, 
But they said that foreign exchange swaps, which, by the way, was one of the catalysts the last time around. It was also a catalyst at the start of the pandemic when dollar funding stress forces central banks to, to step in to help struggling borrowers. And here's the problem. You can help out one, right, maybe because, let's face it, they're not helping little banks, right? They can maybe help out one. The problem is what happens when it's two, three, four, five, ten, all of them. They're not going to be able to do it. The debt is fully collateralized, which is supposed to mean, oh, it's all safe. Yeah, we chopped it up in little pieces and all that stuff. But here's the problem. It is used often in foreign currency and swap exchange for euro dollars. Then it's closed out. The fund replays in dollars and receives euros. And then they go back and do it the other way. And what they're calling a blind spot. Right? And you're sitting there going, wait, what did Joe just say? Heck, I don't even know what I just said. Right? They play this game. Well, we, we, we do this. But then we change it. Oh, and then you pay us. But then we go around and, 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 and do something else with it that we're not telling you about. And they're sitting there saying it's not even clear. Listen to this. It's not even clear how many analysts are even aware of the existence of this off-balance sheet obligation. How can you sit there and tell us it's $65 trillion and analysts aren't even aware of it? And notice how they say Balance sheet obligation. Yeah, that's another key word. Pizza Radio News Hour. Check out my friends at Y Refi. You'll be glad you did. We'll be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Pizza Radio News Hour, and we're talking about this report from the Bank of International Settlements, having to do with a just a sliver of the credit defaults uh, market out there, these off-balance sheet type products, this one having to do with currencies. You know, I don't know, kind of pretty important stuff, right? $65 trillion and what they're calling a hidden global debt bomb according to Paul Davies. Now listen, let, let me tell you how this breaks down. $39 trillion of the $65 trillion are on the, and I want to say balance sheet, I keep trying, but it's not on their balance sheet, is owned the obligation by foreign banks, which, you know, kind of, you know, back of the napkin math here, $26 trillion is on our own bank's balance sheets. But just focusing on the $39 trillion of the foreign banks, just I want to give you perspective because this is only a small piece. Think about all the other derivatives. But just this part, more than double their on balance sheet obligations. So think about this. That's more than double 
what they put on their balance sheets as obligations. Think about all the other derivatives when you put those in there. Ten times the capital of these foreign institutions. So essentially what they're saying is, hey, they've got about $3.9 trillion in capital. And this $39 trillion derivative market, and this is why I keep saying, imagine just taking a 10% loss. You know, we just had Joey on. He's talking about people losing 15, 20, 25% in their 401ks. A 10% loss essentially takes all of these foreign banks and makes them all insolvent. Accounting rules only required to be only required derivatives to be booked on a net basis. So the full extent of the cash involved isn't recorded on a balance sheet. In other words, well, unless they sell it, they don't have to tell us. We don't have to know. It's a staggering volume of off balance sheet dollar debt. And of course, what we we know our side, we got uh, default line, we got swap lines, and we've got uh, repo markets, and we do all this other stuff to to pretend that it, it, it's safe. If it was safe, we wouldn't need those things. Which tells us the fact that we need these things probably tells us we should be making sure these bal- off balance sheet things actually get smaller. This is the problem. This is why I try to tell you they actually wrote the rules to allow them to get even bigger. In a a separate report on Monday, so today, and it may have been last Monday, but I want to say it was today, the Bank of International Settlements also flagged the settlement risk at another potential source of instability. Oh, wait, we're not done? We're not done? There's other sources? And what they're saying in the foreign exchange market that research estimates 2.2 trillion, so think about this, more than half of their quote-unquote capital of daily currency turnover was subject to settlement risk. In other words, the possibility one party in the trade would fail to deliver the asset. Let me read that again. They estimate that $2.2 trillion of transactions, and these are currencies, so they call it currency turnover was at risk for at least one of the parties to not be able to deliver. And, of course, that just means what? These central banks are quietly bailing them out all along. There is clearly an urgent need for wholesale market participants to look for alternative ways to reduce risk exposure in the currencies 
outside of the traditional major ways. And, of course, which just means we've got a problem. This is why you get ready. This is why you have gold and silver put away. This is why you call my son. This is why you go and find places like Y-Refi because they, they take all of this risk away. It's not with all of the, the what I'll call the conventional ways. And here's what we keep learning. It's not safe. I mean, why do we have to learn from the Bank of International Settlements after the problem of $65 trillion? I mean, didn't they notice? I don't know. Didn't they notice that $50 trillion or $40 trillion or $30 trillion? And, and the realities are pretty simple. They rather do that and protect the system and keep us in the dark. And this is why it always happens. How did you go bankrupt? Well, it was real gradual at first, just a little bit here, a little bit there, and then all at once. I mean, just think about the crazy stuff from Japan to the U.K. and everything else in these currency markets. kind of understand why now, don't we? We'll be back. Final segment coming up. Final segment here. Uh, got a lot of great things uh, we're going to be talking about. What we're going to dive into why uh, refi and and again another. This is a great example of why we need to get rid of government. Why we need to take our money back. I mean, uh, the Bank of International Settlements uh, coming out with. Hey, by the way, uh, we've got two different things that could blow up the. Uh, the banking system and saying that, well, we just need more exposure that analysts don't know. Uh, by the way, I guess we waited until it was $65 trillion before we tell everybody. That, I mean, that's just complete nonsense uh, out there. Uh, right now, we've got silver down almost a dollar, some, some strong profit taking and, and pretty much expected, you know, we, we crested 23. That's a new higher high in this since we've hit the bottoms here. Uh, some, some profit taking settling in, but that just means, uh, you know, so, silver eagles right now, uh, $780 a roll. Uh, same thing in gold. We hit a new, uh, higher high, uh, over $1,800. Uh, now, you know, Wall Street, again, Wall Street, uh, falling today over 350 points right now. So, uh, kind of selling everything here. Uh, but gold's down $25 right now at 17. 72, uh, you know, $20 gold piece, a little cheaper. You know, they were 2095, uh, 2070, uh, on $20 gold at 800, 951, Keep adding to your portfolios. I mean, could you imagine just one little section of these derivatives? $65 trillion, which is nothing, by the way. Nothing. I mean, we're talking, they're approaching a quadri- quadrillion, right? They're, they're, they're already at over, I think, seven or eight hundred trillion. I mean, we're ready to get out of the trillions. That's how enormous all of these off-balance sheet things are. And, and the realities are the banks don't have that kind of capital. They don't have that kind of capital for any small 
write off. Even even ten percent would be devastated in a lot of these markets because the currency market's not the biggest one. It's one of the smaller ones at sixty five trillion. I mean the mortgage market's bigger. Think about uh, autos and student loans and all this other things. I mean, could you imagine uh, a lot of these things, just a couple of percent uh, marked to market would be enough to devastate them. And I look at this bond market. Again, the bond market's telling us something's wrong, and we're starting to figure it out, right? Because I'm starting to hunt now. Something's wrong. Uh, today, the 10-year note, 357. I mean, what are we talking about, nine days from now? Nine days from now, the Fed's funds rate is going to be between four and a quarter and four and a half. And you're talking about a 10-year note at 357? That is a huge red flag that is telling you you need to get out, right? That canary in the coal mine, yeah, uh, apparently he's getting ready to fall over dead. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.